From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. It is good to be back, baby. You know, I wanted to come back on Friday. But it's an interesting thing here in the Tampa Bay studios. There are wonderful, wonderful people, in particular the guy who always helps me out, Joe, and the general manager here who make way, and people at Mike Gallagher who are always very nice and welcoming. It is a wonderful, wonderful company in a wonderful situation. And um, they had boarded up this studio outside of Tampa Bay, completely boarded up, because all of the predictions early on had said that uh, the Hurricane Ian, the limey bastard was going to hit Tampa Bay. Well, you know, it hit me right in the lanai and it cost me a vehicle, but that's all right, right? Everything is for a reason and it's tragedy. And there's always a tragedy in this country. We lose thousands of people a day. That's just the fact. So when they, I'm seeing all of the hyper, hyper fear mongering, weaponization of fraudulent science, global warming, Kamala Harris, put your top on tramp Try to uh, use it as a weapon for equity. And it got me thinking about equity, 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 equity. The people who um, who have homes on the coast normally, not always, but normally are the ones that pay the most taxes. They got wiped out, and now you're going to use this as a weapon to practice racism, to practice your redistribution, to buy votes like some two-bit Chicago alderman. Right, Bob Fioretti, with your fake dyed hair? Like some two-bit alderman, you're going to buy votes and buy complacency and fearmonger, Because what they need is for people to not have perspective. Now, this is a terrible, terrible storm wiped out. Who knows how many hundreds of billions of dollars. But this is not the first time. In fact, you need to have a little perspective. The locals in southwest florida they have perspective they're the ones who are coming together to help each other they're going house to house cutting walls there are people that are doing this for free they're not doing it because they're part of fema which is a scam sorry boys but it is and the idea that i'm supposed to be what thankful oh come and rescue me government no no no. i'm not thankful I'm irritated because I see what you're doing. First of all, I saw the actors who pretend to be weathermen, meteorologists. They're two-bit B actors. I was in it. I saw it. It was very windy. It was terrible. What was devastating was the surge afterwards. But the storm where they were all throwing themselves in the wind, they didn't show the Southwest Floridians that were having the F. Biden flags and taking videos of themselves. You can see for yourself. It's all over the Internet that isn't censored. And we'll get on to the Elon Musk deal later. But I need you to have a little bit of perspective. So one of my favorite names for women happens to be my mother's name. It also happens to be a hurricane that was just as bad, if not worse, than Ian. However, it happened in 1960. Before all of the hyperness, before all, all of the cowardice, before this country would even consider putting in a political whore like Joe Biden, and tolerating the Marxist mafia of the Democrat regime. Scumbags that they are. Like the nine-finger gangster Rahm Emanuel said, let's never miss an opportunity to capitalize. 
I'm paraphrasing because he didn't want to be that specific. But that's what these rat bastards do at every turn. But they don't want to talk about the real danger. You see, I'll face six Ians rather than one weekend in a sewer Democrat. How many people got shot there, honey bunny? What was it, 34? 34 in Chicago, five mortadel. 34 shots. If you add up the year, what are we at, 2,900? 2875, some slippage. How about New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia? Pick a sewer run by Democrats and tell me, was Ian worse than a weekend in one of these Democrat-run sewers? I say no. The only difference is they can use this and weaponize it and build fear. But we don't do that. We have perspective. Squirrel Hands, now Squirrel Hands is going to be hitting the clip, so it's going to be a little bit of a difference, but we'll have this all fixed tomorrow. In the meantime, Squirrel Hands, give me a little Donna, my favorite name. See, this is how news Hurricane used to be Donna slashes up from the Caribbean into Florida. Already the killer of at least 125 persons, the savage tropical storm rampages over the Florida Keys, cutting off the archipelago from the mainland. Then roars north of Florida's Gold Coast, from Fort Myers to St. Petersburg. Can you pause it right there? Notice the similarities, Squirrel? Notice almost exactly the exact path. And by the way, the similarities don't stop there. Continue, please. swerves viciously through the central portion of the state. In its wake, the hurricane leaves at least 10 dead in Florida. Catastrophe for the just ripening citrus crops and the worst property damage of any storm ever to hit Florida. With storm signals up along the entire seaboard, Donna batters the Carolinas, then regains speed in an overwater passage and rips into the Jersey shore with winds topping 85 miles an hour. Ten-foot storm tides overwhelm seawalls. Piers and boardwalks at Asbury Park, Atlantic City, and other famed resorts are torn away. Donna keeps adding to her catastrophic damage account. Still moving north on predicted course, the killer storm reaches New York. Staten Island bears the first brunt. Surging currents in New York Bay cut off ferry service, isolating the island for hours. It's a bad day for boatmen and householders. Sounds familiar. The is paralyzed by torrential rains and gale force winds. Major breaks in the city's subway service strand hundreds, and most of the major arterial highways are flooded. But the direct force of the storm is felt on Long Island. Thousands of summer visitors on the South Shore flood the beaches. Damage is extensive on all Long Island's hundreds of miles of shoreline. And still, Donna rages on, slamming into New England with unabated force, recalling the great hurricane of 1938 and its tragic cost. Donna's elemental fury scourges the entire Atlantic seaboard. You could stop it right there, handsome. Did you hear what he said at the end? Equaling the storm in 1938. And then there was another one in 1864. There was another one before that. There was another one for the last billion years. Because that's what happens in nature. It has nothing to do with your Buick. It has nothing to do with CO2. It has to do with the planet we live on. But these fools, these dimwits, like Kamala Harris, who can't figure out the DMZ or North from South Korea. 
the imbecile who got her way there by having a wonderful lunch date with Sweet Willie Brown. And you don't want to know how he got the nickname Sweet. This is just what nature does because we're a part of nature. We're not harming things. We're not creating devastation. We're not making things worse. We're surviving in it in a place that has very, very harsh conditions and has for a billion years. What makes it better is that we actually keep advancing through our intelligence, through our work, through our discoveries, through real progress. Not the phony progress that the Marxist mafia wants to use to extort money and then pretend to redistribute it. Give me uh, that dimwit Kamala Harris one. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions. Stop it right there. And I sell real estate down here. The area that was devastated came in at about $1,100 a foot. $1,100 a foot. There is no welfare roach that was devastated on the coast of southwest Florida. But facts do not matter to the buffoons that would vote for this nooner, this office tramp, who's qualified to do nothing and proves it every time she opens her mouth and Willie Brown isn't standing in the room. This is an absolute moron, and she represents the morons and the welfare roaches. So they will take this opportunity when the taxpayers, the people who make this country go around, are devastated and have massive financial loss. But the vast majority, in fact, all of them, will never cry, will never ask for socialism like Joy Behar. Do you have the Joy Behar clip, Squirrel? Can you find that one? Just look under, just look under produce softener. Or Viagra Slayer. Go ahead. The quote from Governor DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes that that will ever see. Uh, As if it were retribution. Hey, stupid. It always gets hit. It dangles off the country, almost in the Caribbean. That's what happens, stupid. The way like when you come home and you ruin your husband's night, it's just nature. That's what you do. This is what nature does. Same thing. It has nothing to do with climate change, of which you want to use as a weapon of extortion against the people that will not complain, that will rebuild, that will see opportunity. In fact, this will be the fastest turnaround, not because the people have money, but because the people have character. And they understand what cost is. And they understand who the friend is, which is their neighbor. And they understand who the enemy is, which is the mafia, made up of dimwits like Behar and Kamala Harris. Put your clothes on, tramp, and the rest of it. They understand how it really works. So the idea that these scallywags and scoundrels and profiteers and fear-mongering whores are going to use this as some calamity without even the perspective of 1960 versus 1690. Oh, another one then too. And all the idea that somehow this is your fault so that you go back into the mindset of a slave, of a servant, and you bend knee to women and men who soften produce as they walk through a grocery store. This is the problem with America today. Because in 1960... 
They couldn't sell this to the American people because there was character in this country instead of scum and willful slaves. But then again, there were very few Democrat-run sewers. And the idea that you couldn't make the connection, it's far more dangerous on the south side of Chicago than on Vanderbilt Beach, where I was flying my F. Biden flag. It was wonderful right up until the surge. Beware the surge. But that Ian might have hit me right in the lanai. But I will bounce back, and I won't need money from the federal government because they take my money. They don't give me any, and I don't want it. I just want the money I paid to go to better people than the scum that pollute my TV and ruin the furniture in the Oval Office. Where's the diaper-wearing dimwit? Wasn't he going to come to Florida with the with Dr. Jill Biden, the, the trollop? Yeah, we don't need him here. I hope he comes to Vanderbilt Beach because, believe me, there isn't one person that voted for that dimwit in diapers. There isn't one that wants him here. So go to some scum area that wants your welfare. Go buy your roaches because that's what you're going to use to enrich them. The tragedy of the, of the righteous people to benefit the ones that drag down society. That is the premise of the Marxist mafia. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I got the eye of the tiger. All right, 312-642-5600. You have to understand, I'm in a different studio. There's numbers all around, and none of them are mine. And I, I, I have to tell you, I really, did I thank John Anthony? so nice of him to, to come on and help me out in that time. I, I couldn't, you don't realize how important electricity is till you have none. And then you really don't care how you get it. You just want it. As we see that happening all over Europe, as their costs skyrocket, as predicted by everybody except the Democrat morons and the never Trumpers. Let's not forget those idiots. All right, let's go to lines. Give me George Squirrel Hands. Hi, Sean. How are you, buddy? Hi, Sean. Uh, on your last show, uh, we all saw you had nothing but contempt for Ian, and uh, I just pictured you in an act of defiance lounging in your local cigar store until you were washed out to see you floating out of the <laughs> I went yelling, to my cigar store. Biden. I went to my cigar store yesterday, and everybody was, you know, right there, and everybody, well, everybody suffered some sort of a loss, whether it was property or vehicles. I mean, um, but everybody also was very. Um, you know, aware of exactly what happened in 1960 and the similarities. And that's when I started to look into it. And the reality is the same predictions um, by the by weather that it was not going to hit southwest Florida. It's amazing how you can track this thing. It, it literally did the exact same thing as it goes up the East Coast. So it, you saw how it affected or you heard how it affected New York. I'm expecting the same thing. Well, Sean, I have a there. vision of what happened after, too. All right, go ahead. We know you take pride in your appearance, and after you called the damn prop show, I know you wanted to rescue your Hugo Boss suit, so yeah, I pictured you doing a Shelly Winters underwater to get to your car. No, because I saw what happened to Ernest Borgnine. One of them didn't make it. I don't know if it was the fat Shelly Winters or the fat Ernest Borgnine, but one of them didn't make it, and uh, I'm not going to do that. But I took a hot shower on Thursday, and then they shut my water off. That's when I said, time to go. So uh, I'm up in Tampa Bay area. But thank you, George. I appreciate the call very much, brother. And okay. we, uh, Ian, Ian marked me up. There's no question about it. But never got me down, Ray. Never got me down. And, you know, it's funny to watch all of these people who have these multi, multi-million dollar homes. and All of this. There, There is no complaining. There is helping each other. There is no, 
taking this as an opportunity. Oh, I hope I can fraud the insurance company. This is not the deal. Most of the people had insurance. Some of them did not. Some of them do what's called self-insure. And that's their choice. But they're not going to go meandering to watch the, the, the opportunists and the fraudsters try to capitalize on this. It just goes to show you what it's like when, when Democrats see an opportunity. It's the Rahm Emanuel. And this is exactly what's going to happen. So they're going to pretend to help Southwest Florida. They're going to pretend to help Middle Florida and the East Coast of Florida. And they're going to jam in the spending bills for all the other states, just as Marco Rubio articulated. That's exactly what happens. And it's similar to Chicago. As I couldn't help but notice, we have some schools where the, the staff, there are equal to or more than the students. Yet, you have a $120 million high school project going on. Squirrel, can you see that on the screen? Yes, CPS, hit it. Well, a controversial vote today. Will Chicago Public Schools build a new $120 million high school on land meant for public housing? WGN's Kelly Davis is live at CPS headquarters with the latest. Kelly. Ray and Lourdes, that answer is yes. Board members were peppered with questions during a five-hour meeting this afternoon uh, with people questioning whether or not this was a good idea to push this plan forward. But by a narrow four-to-three vote, the the vote agreed to push this plan forward. The Chicago Board of Education voted in favor of a few motions that will help a proposed $120 million high school become reality. The The vote was laid out before the phony meeting. That's how it works. It's a fraud. It's a scam. And every two-bit pretend contractor who bought himself an alderman knew what was going to happen. The idea that they have empty schools, the kind of chaos that is the Chicago public school system where apparently no one can say the word ask is going to spend $120 million on a Potemkin school. That's what it's like to live under a Democrat profiteering opportunist scumbag. As the other people wallow in their failure, get shot in their ghettos. Don't worry, this one will be better. Of course, you'll have to duke one of those 50 thieves called aldermans to get in there. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. All right, so I got squirrel hands hitting the clips, honey bunny sending pictures. It's chaos, but I love it. I really miss doing this. I really did. Now, John Anthony had uh, Laverne, also known as Verlan, on Thursday. I know that. Who uh, was filling in on uh, Friday? Oh, the the man of mystery. CIA or something. Mark Vargas? Now, somebody texted me last night that Paul Paul Manafort wasn't on my show. Was he with that bad die job like Wayne Newton? And that, that the, the Porchenko and the Ukrainian bribery, he wasn't on my show. Oh, his own show. Okay, good. All right, let's go to uh, Matthew. Hi, Matthew, Chicago. Time. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself, wish you the best of luck down there in Florida. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Not a problem, my man. Just want to run something past you real quick. Right. Uh, give you something to think about. I'm sure. 30 years old. I'm on Belmont Pulaski right now. I enjoy your show. My father turned me on to you. Thank but you. I just want you to consider sometimes the rhetoric, and I feel the... Uh, the slander towards some people is not necessary for the younger generation. To, you think to so? Because the younger consider, generation is the one paying for everything. Well, I'm just coming into my own terms right now with being an adult, and I think a lot of people are as well. We're, we're capable of making our own decisions, and that sort of rhetoric sometimes 
steers us away from what's important, but I yeah. get the most belly laughs out of anybody, trust Good. me. But well, that's all that matters, also- Matthew. Because here's the thing. You know what? Did you ever have – I grew up in a, in, a, in a tough neighborhood. Did you ever come down and some guy's prying your Panasonic radio out of the car you're making payments on with a screwdriver? Did you ever have that happen to you? Already gone. You didn't see it happen. No, no, no. I, 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 so what do you do? You say, hey, you stupid son of a dog. You know, you, you don't use dog. Get out of the car. That's just how I handle it when someone's robbing me. Nobody robs us more than these political pimps and whores. So that's just my nature. But I appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you very much. We'll take everything into consideration. But here's the deal. I only got, what, about 20, maybe 25 good years left, and I'm going to go down the way I lived. You, my man, are going to be in this for 40 years. You need me to set these political whores and pimps and set them straight. You need me to point out to the 12-year-old, to the 14-year-old, who's devastated by the fascism, by the corruption, by the Marxism, by the mafia, who's had his entire childhood stripped away. After all, he's been living as a, as a preteen teenager with idiot moron adults telling him to strap a dirty diaper on his face and he couldn't go see his grandmother dying in the hospital. So I am PO'd, baby. And I don't give a rip. Not you, but these Democrat rat bastards. I want them to know. I see what they're doing. You're not fooling anybody. Scumbag, scoundrel, profiteer. I got you. And I'll call out names. You hear me? And I'll call out both sides. Both sides. Paul Manafort is a scumbag. Roger Stone is a scumbag. Lori Lightfoot, scumbag, dressed like Jiminy Cricket. Kamala Harris, office tramp, got is the vice president because she dated Willie Brown. That's all she ever did. Look at her political history, Matthew. I think you'll be astonished to see exactly how she was promoted by the guy she was having an affair with as he stayed married, 60 years old, repulsive. He looked like Uncle Woodrow on Sanford and Son, married to a woman who stayed with him. She knew about Kamala Harris, rubbing it in her face. And now she's the vice president, married to an awful guy, too. Another scoundrel, scumbag, profiteer. So I call him out, brother. It's what I do. Uh, let's go to Tony Riverside. Hi, Sean. Welcome Hi, back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, John you? Anthony was like a palate cleanser, but we missed Jen anyway. Um, How about Vargas? John Anthony and Vargas. That's like Starsky, a hutch of bad radio. But that's all right. We got through it. Go ahead. Hey, you alluded to it before the uh, the commercial about how the um, the media is trying to slant why Rubio and Scott voted no on the hurricane relief bill. Yeah, and because yeah, they can I read. got online. Yeah, because they can read, and they said, you know, they're trying to tell everybody now they don't even want to take care of their own people. Did they? Does anybody know how much pork they added to that? They don't know, and they don't care because the average Democrat buys the tagline. That's why they name their bills lollipops and unicorns, and it bankrupts oh, their great so grandkids. Aggravating. Now, Rick Scott, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna out him. Has a relative that lives right here. I know it, I know the relative. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Also affected by it. But Rick Scott came from nothing. Built his built himself up to do very, very well. You know how, Tony? Because he reads and he thinks. That's the difference. And he saw what was happening coming out of the woodwork. I can't tell you how different it is on the ground than what it was what appeared like on television. And you I know see, what you're what you're what you're explaining sounds like how it should be. 
We have no, we do not have news. These are actors. These are wannabe Hollywood actors. And they get on and they give you a performance. They're not giving you information. And, you know, back when I played that clip of Donna in 1960, sure, they added the music and it was sensationalized, but it was factual. And the idea that you have an opera, you have opportunists that are not talking about continuing resolution. Did it pass? Did they jam it through? What's in it? And they use the, they use the hurricane as cover. And it's, mm-hmm. it's an atrocity. So, you know, when I hear these dimwits pretend that the government is helping me, the government has never helped me, will never help me, just like it's never helped the people in the ghetto. It never helps the people it says it helps. The government is an extortionist that makes Luca Brazzi look like a, a clown that does birthday parties. By the way, that's the new well, nickname spread- for my car, who also swims with the fishes. Go ahead. Spread the word while you're down there, because I some of the people that aren't knowledgeable enough, they'll be thinking, oh, they didn't want to help us out. I'm not voting for that. So we need to get the word oh, spread listen, out to Florida. The Republicans do not have the support of the morons. That's exclusively held by the Democrats. It will not yeah, change a thing. True. The morons are the ones that think Joe Biden is just a nice old man rather than a political whore who has sold political power in the tune of $100 million and more. So I don't really care what Democrats think. Thank you, Tony, for the call. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Don. Hi, Don. Bloomingdale. Squirrel hands. Get those little hands working. All right. Hi, Don. John, sorry to hear about your loss down there, but I'm sincerely curious. What does this do to the real estate market down there? I mean, are people just going to, some people just going to walk away? Um, you know, they're opportunists. are no. gassing up their cars to head down there. Nobody's going to walk away. It's different. You know, the beach is different, but the beach is all made up of of phenomenal real estate. And what will happen is some people who are older, who um, now have their family that has to take them in, some people will force their family members to sell. Some people who maybe were underinsured will sell. There will be massive opportunity. This is, you know, it's, it's funny. You gotta, you have to have perspective, right? This is the, this is the argument that you have in building wealth to have the perspective. How many guys, you know, said, Oh, I should have bought Apple in 1994. You know what I mean? It's perspective, right? So the reality is that this is what happens. There are houses that have been built in the last 24 months that had minimal, minimal damage because they were built differently. This is an opportunity. So people will take that opportunity and they will do well. But here's the problem with it. Insurance companies are going to take advantage of the idiocy of the citizens. Insurance companies, which have been taking people's money, in some cases 25000 a year, to insure their waterfront properties, they're not going to want to pay it. They're going to lean on those lobbyists that they own who have bribed lobbyists to bribe politicians, and they're going to get the federal government to come through with the obligation that they sold, which is why I'm going to tell you something. Insurance is an absolute and total fraud because it doesn't run the way they sell it. So they're going to come down here and they're going to try to either stiff the people who paid them for years, for decades, or they're going to lean on the federal government to bail them out. And the vast majority of people will lose the information in the shuffle, just like they did the continuing resolution. And nobody's going to know the answer, but everybody's going to pay for it. And the Kamala Harris's of the world will use this as an opportunity to stuff money into packages and buy votes because they're whores. They're whores. And they will sell their mother for a nickel. Thank you for the call very much. All right, Squirrel, you pick somebody. Make it exciting. 
Rich from Indian Head Park. Excellent choice. Hi, Rich. Hey, Sean. How you doing? I'm glad you're safe, and I'm glad to have you back. Take more than some wind to get rid of me. Take a platoon <laughs> of Democrats. Go ahead. That's about it. I want to talk about uh, the statement of Kamala Harris trying to make this a race thing. Doesn't she realize that the great majority of this country, they're Americans. We're all Americans. So the people that got hit in Florida are basically all Americans. That's what we should uh, categorize them people as. And you know and what? If, uh, she sells out yeah. the minorities in this country. Do you know how many of my neighbors exactly. are not Caucasoids? Do you, I'm talking about, well, I have hundreds of neighbors that are not Caucasoids, that built themselves up, that bought themselves some nice property, that enjoyed a quality of life, and now they're being placated, they're being maligned, they're being insulted by a dimwit who'd never suffered a day in her life because she knew how to shake the tatas. But go ahead. Yeah, but if you're born here, you're an American, and they keep talking about African Americans and Indian. Yeah, if you came from another country and you became a citizen, then you're an African-American, Indian, or, or a, a Latin American, or whatever. You know, well, but, uh, they, they only have that about... card to play. They have nothing. How else could they sell yeah, their How else could they sell their platform? We've never here's, here's what the platform of the Democrats are. We've never succeeded at anything except wasting money. We've never delivered on anything we've promised. In fact, anything we've ever touched, we've made worse. Just take a look at one of the areas we control. So we need you to keep turning a blind eye in hopes that we can get you a job for the government where you don't have to do anything but sit on your ass and develop a taste for pastries. This is their sales pitch. Yeah, but people have to realize if you're born in this, there's no such thing as white privilege. If you're born in this country, you're born with privilege. There's American privilege. And everything else that goes along with it. And that's why why millions of people drag their toddlers through rivers to get here for American privilege, which ironically, the government has destroyed. So thank you you very much for the call. We'll be back with you the rest of them after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yes, Squirrel Studio Xanadu survived. Just no electric. And that's the problem. Because it was such the destruction to the... uh, to the where where the electricity came in, the junction boxes and all that was so devastating. The salt water ate it up. That's what's going to take a tremendous amount of time. All right, you pick one, squirrel. Dave from Orlando. Hi, Dave. Hey, Sharon. How are you? Good, brother. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. We followed you down here last year and having a blast. Good. How, did it hit oh. you? It went right through Orlando too, didn't it? Yeah, we got about twenty twenty two inches of rain. Yeah. Um, which has gone by now, thankfully, good weather. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, OUC and Duke really killed it with the electrical, and they're back up. 99% of Orange County is all back up and running. Follow the exact path of Donna. You know, when I looked at that, I'm like, oh, my, I mean, it's exact. And then, you know, you go back to 1938, same thing. The only difference was there wasn't that many people here. And, uh, you know, right. it's, it's something to uh, to see. But the new construction, man, I was amazed. You could tell the well, houses that were you, built in the last 24 months, they, they did fine. Yeah, and to show you how different things are here in Florida, you know, yesterday we waited until it was safe, and we packed up water and food, and we drove four and a half hours down to Fort Myer 
dropped off all of our goods. And, you know, there were residents out there helping residents, taking their belongings out of their, their trailers and their houses. You know, it's just people helping people. Nobody's just sitting on their ass waiting for the government handout. No, and how about how DeSantis immediately suspended all state tolls and all state gas taxes? That was I, awesome because it I was an armada. Two ninety three. I just filled up for two dollars and ninety three cents. Yeah, it's under three bucks here everywhere. It's marvelous. Yeah. yeah. See, it was still good. I'd rather take a hurricane than Lori Lightfoot or Kim Fox. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call, brother. All right, squirrel, pick another one. All right, David from Lansing. Worst comedic timing in all of radio. See, squirrel, you're going to have to get better at picking the callers. Go ahead. Hey, Sean. Uh, no joke today, really. No joke. Um, I've been listening to you since tell. you went on the radio, uh-huh. and I never heard you say the statistic. You say, um, you know, the Democrats can be broken down into in on the scam or dumb. So I would say 60% of them are, want to be in on the scam and 40% are dumb. What do you say? Entire population I, 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 see, you... some people are, are taught from a very young age. To, to be in that mafia. It's the mindset. The mindset of corruption. This is, this is what you have to understand. It, it, it's, it's, it's told to go along with it. That's how you have an entire city that knows what the word clout is. Where if we had any real character, we would be disgusted at the idea there are some people born into corrupt families and corrupt donors that get the Tony Resco deals. How his 20-something-year-old greasy, slimy son bought the $12 million project and the, and the city helps him out after this idiot gets out of prison. And we just say, oh, well, he's got a lot of clout. No, he's a mafia member. So you're bred into accepting it. Because if you had character, you'd say, hey, greasy scumbag, you're going to jail okay, too. But who's going to put him through? It's a, okay, it's, that's idea. why it's a declaration of corruption. When someone says I'm a right. de- I'm a Democrat, they're saying I'm a mafia member. Go ahead. Okay, but my idea my idea is if you vote Democrat for over say ten years, you got to be in on the scam because there's a reason you keep doing it. Well, you know, no, well then learned. there's there's the there's the people who are in on the on the welfare train, and that's a scam right. too. But they right, feel right, that right. that's entitlement. And when they hear Kamala Harris, how you and I are saying, wait, what, what are you talking about? They're saying, yeah, that's right. Give, get, take from those rich people and give to the poor people because they want government to make them rich. They've lost the incentive to be rich because they understand right. what, what, what scam it is. And unfortunately, America, we've, we've subscribed to the philosophy where the government is the arbitrator rather than asking the government, when's the last thing you did that and worked most, the way you said it would? I appreciate and most the Democrats co- will never be rich because the. No, that's not true. You're very wrong. Nancy Pelosi made more money. Hang up on him. Nancy Pelosi made more money than 99% of professional traders. That's rich, brother. 200 million she admits to. God knows if we add in the drunken stumble bomb whoremongering husband, how much. I say she's up to half a billion dollars. Not to mention the oligarchs who become rich because they bribe government to keep away competition. Like Zuckerberg. And his website, Asshat, also known as Facebook. I'll be back after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me because we need a little controversy. My next guest is somebody I'm looking forward to talking to. He's been on major media outlets over hundreds of times, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, Newsmax. He also has a book, Sheep No More, The Art of Awareness and Attack Survival. He also is a host on Sirius XM. Jonathan Gilliam, how are you? Doing good, my friend. How are you doing out there? Very good. I'm looking forward to talking to you. You know, we're broadcasting this in the, I call it the sewer of Chicago. It used to be a great city of Chicago. However, it's very dangerous, whether you're walking down the street, you're on the red line. This is your forte, your specialty. You're not only a former U.S. Navy SEAL, you're a FBI special agent, or as it's known in my neighborhood, forever bothering Italians, and an expert in security. <laughs> so... Tell my people they have to. You have to have your head on a swivel. This is like growing up in a bad neighborhood. You better be aware, no matter where you are in the city, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm very familiar with that area. I've done quite a bit of stuff with uh, Will County Republicans, and I know uh, a lot of the people out there. And it's some amazing people out there. But you know, in Chicago, uh, you have to forward think uh, where you are and what exactly the potential is. If you don't, you're liable to get yourself caught in a situation where um, you're not ready, and so you're going to co- completely be uh, at the mercy of whoever's attacking you. So, you you know, Chicago is a perfect example of a place where good people live, where you have to have a plan of action before anything ever occurs. Jonathan, I'm not kidding you. I grew up in a, in a suburb of Chicago, just on the west side. And um, when I'm back in Chicago... I'm like a pirate. I have brass knuckles. I've got a gun. I've got a knife. And I'm ready to go at the drop of a hat. But I'm also a man for a young woman. I, you know, I tell my kids, you got to have your hand on a gun. you got to have the pepper spray. you got to be ready to go. Don't ever let yourself go. And we're seeing now these Democrat areas become so inundated with, with crime, with the open and, and, and brazenness of criminals who have been embraced by their government instead of prosecuted by them. If you had a daughter, would you let her live in Chicago? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I would, if if there was no choice, like she had a job, for instance, where she had to work there, um, I would highly recommend living in the suburbs. And if you have to live in and around Chicago, then I would recommend, you know, if you go out, if you go grocery shopping, if you go eat, I would leave Chicago and go somewhere else, you know, 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away, get away from that area. And uh, and do your business there because that that's the reality of it. You're you are in an area where uh, the victims ha- or excuse me the the criminals have the upper hand on the victims. And uh, strangely enough, that's that's been allowed uh, and propped up by the government. That's what's so strange about the whole thing. It's not like that there's more criminals now than there were before. It's that there the criminals have more rights and ability to do things openly and freely because of the government. In fact, Jonathan, when I was getting ready for the show today, I, 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 was, I live in Florida, southwest Florida. I got caught in a hurricane. So I was getting ready for the show because I had been disconnected from information. I read this article, and then I saw your name. I said, this is something I have to talk because you're not only a Navy SEAL, you're an FBI agent. There is an instance in Chicago 
where a man was arrested today for the 15th time. The last time he was arrested, these are felonies, by the way, was a week ago. So you and I, listen, I I read your resume, Navy SEAL. I mean, I'm sure getting in a fight is something you look forward to, right? After after a tough hurricane, (laughs) I can't wait to go back to Chicago and get in a little scuffle myself. But the reality is, no matter how tough you are, if you get hit in the face first and somebody's got lead in their hand or whatever the case is, you have a problem. And unfortunately, you have to know when that is a possibility. And when you're living in these Democrat sewers, these Democrat areas, where somebody's arrested 15 times, and this isn't the most offensive story. I'm sure we have cops listening who are nodding their head. They've probably arrested somebody 30 times. You have to either take yourself out of it, or if you're forced to be in it, never look down and always look at the eye. Because one thing I've noticed, even these hardcore gangbangers, you could see if they're going to come at you. And you have to you have to go first, period, end of story. There's no, there's no chivalry in survival, correct? Yeah, that, that's correct. But, but, you know, the whole thing about this is, I mean, take a, a lesson from the SEAL teams. You know, the SEAL uh, platoons are small. They're not big. I mean, you know, you're talking 20 guys. And uh, we avoid those confrontations. You know, we, we have a particular individual that we're going to go grab. Then uh, we focus on where we can get in, the avenue approaches best, uh, what strategies we can mitigate. Um, and outcomes that we can avoid, and then we get in there, we do what we got to do, and we get out. But if, if it comes to the case where we get into a firefight, we typically uh, work our way out of that firefight, and uh, or we try never to get into it. And so I think that's really the thing that people need to realize is that, you know, uh, you can use politics as another example. You know, if you're not aware of who you're voting for, the chances are that you're going to vote for somebody who doesn't have your best interest at heart. So if you live in an area where there's high crime, like everything else, awareness of who might attack you, uh, where it could happen, when it could happen, uh, the avenue of approach that they could take and what type of attack it can be. And, you know, it could be a simple, it's not Chicago, it could be Nashville at 3 a.m., and you go to a Waffle House. Well, if you realize at 3 a.m., there's only a limited amount of soft <laughs> yeah. targets yeah. you know, nope. around, and that's, that's it, then you have to be careful there. It's like playing cards in Vegas. If you don't know who the pigeon is, you're the pigeon. But the other thing that you have to you know, focus on, these are kids. You know, it's funny when you watch the news in Chicago. We, the, the Chicagoans are paying $29,000 a year to send their kids to to public schools where not the, the teachers or the kids, no one can say the word ask. These are the same kids that are creating the chaos. So when you're dealing with this person who is carjacking you, you're dealing with an with a child mentally, an infant, someone who has no respect for the quality of life, no no differentiation between men, women, old, young. It doesn't matter if they're 86 years old or they're 16. Everybody is seeing like a like prey and and when you're dealing with that you know i i tell i i i bribe my kids not to go to the city i mean that's to the point we're at when you see this you do realize how many how many times people are avoiding these areas do you think it can change unless the policies change or is it just going to be something where only the survivalists will be the ones that are able to go in this in the city anymore it's not going to change uh, if if politics don't change um, because it's you know what you were just describing there 
are predators. And if predators are given an open space to um, to patrol and to attack and to uh, uh, kind of roam around and pillage, that's what they're going to do. If they're going to do it unchecked, that's what they're going to do. You know, so if if bad people are unchecked and if communities are not policed and the politicians are literally forcing that uh, lack of policing, um, then the criminals are they're not going to go away unless uh, unless the the city deteriorates to a point where there's nobody there uh, to exploit anymore. And unfortunately, um, one of those two things have to happen. Either people have to completely stop going there, stop working there uh, because it's so dangerous in the city. It's kind of left to itself. It'll crumble or um, uh, the politics have to change. And, and the politics are not going to change in Chicago. <clears throat> Well, I can tell you, I just lost a car because of a hurricane, but I, I, I probably, uh, tonight, 17 people probably got carjacked. I didn't at least have a 38 put to my head by some kid who can't speak and has no respect for life. I think I was better off losing it to the hurricane. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. FBI. I grew up at a time when, you know, I watched TV, the FBI, they were supermen, they had the haircuts, and then I started to grow up in, a, in kind of a, a wise guy neighborhood. And I started to see that the FBI wasn't necessarily living up to their reputation. And then I grow up, and I'm from Chicago. We have a little tiny yard gnome gangster named Mike Madigan, Irish, short in the pants. And he was in charge of the entire Democrat, state Democrat party for decades, 50 years. For 30 years, ComEd was shaken down. They had agreement, money was going back and forth, they were hiring his stooges, and they were running amok. You know, they were using their political clout. I'm going to ask you, how could the FBI, whose offices are a quarter mile away, not know this went on for 30 years? Is it even possible, Jonathan? Um, that's an interesting question. You know, it, it all depends on the squad that works that particular family. You know, whoever that guy... Um, reported to and uh whether or not you know potentially he could have even been a source i mean look here's here's the reality when it comes to investigating the mob is that the mob a lot of times is involved in uh nowadays especially in legal activities it's just that they do it in a way that skirts the law or they use illegal um tactics in order to further their their uh their aim or their their criminal enterprise so we see that a lot with with these guys, and um, and you know the bureau is intimately involved with uh, with them, and and they know all about them. They know how they work, and the, but because justice is the way it is, um, it should be blind. Getting into those uh, families and disrupting uh, that type of of uh, crime is can be very very difficult. Even if you know they're there, even if you know that that potentially that's what they're doing. If they're doing it, the legal business, but they're doing it using illegal tactics, it's hard to get to the point where you can actually charge somebody and actually bring a case against them. In all of your, all of the things, I mean, you fought for this country. You, you know, you grew up and you wanted to be an American. You're proud. I don't know what your legacy is, but I'm assuming you have generations that fought in the in in different wars and believe the propaganda. Which I'm sorry, Jonathan, but to me, at this stage in the year 2022, when I see my government practice socialism, fascism, corruption, and the norm, because I called it a mafia, and it is. I'm actually talking yeah. about the most important Democrat politician in Illinois. And now, as we expand that out. 
FBI has had the laptop for three years. What we've seen happen, Nancy Pelosi, the insider trading, the husband who driving around with strippers drunk and everything you've seen, Joe Biden's brother in the contracts. In your mind, now that you're an ex-FBI, does the FBI have have credibility? Because to me, from an outsider, from what I see, my life experience, they have nothing. And if they're not in on it, they're obviously morons or they're trying to avoid it. In your mind, as somebody who went to work with all the ideals of Captain America, which you are, and you did that, you lived your life like that, are you as disgusted as I am or am I just too jaded? No, I mean, listen, you're absolutely right. It's the same as when we look back at Afghanistan and Iraq and everybody was asking questions like, why are we there? We're talking about civilians that were never in the military or asking the right questions. You know, when you're in in federal service, it's kind of difficult for you to contemplate the fact that your superiors are that corrupt because they're the ones who determine what you do. I mean, I don't know if people realize this, but when we say and when we swear an oath to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, it's our executives who are political who are telling us who the, the enemies are. You see that right now with who they're saying the domestic enemy is. And the reality is um, that I'm the enemy. The Bureau of, yeah, I'm the, I'm enemy. the enemy. I believe in I'm, principles. I'm right I believe in Americanism. I believe in the oath. And now they're calling it the Oath Keepers as they drag on the Oath Keepers. That is an innuendo that if you believe in those principles, if you if you are a young man and you believe the way you did about your country and about you are now identified as a bigger threat than anybody coming across the border who's delivering rainbow-colored fentanyl that's killed 100,000 kids. It's bizarre world to me, Jonathan, and I'm wondering how you, who's gone and sweat and bled, this has to be unbelievable to you. It's very disheartening, but it's one of the reasons why I actually got out of the FBI in 2013, although at that point I just saw incompetence. I didn't see the, the criminality that I see. I saw a great incompetence from the very top. I worked under, uh, you know, Mueller. Robert Mueller was the uh, director when I was there. And we we knew back then that the DOJ was the worst thing ever for the FBI because the, the, the FBI works at the behest of the DOJ. And whenever they were taking DOJ attorneys and making them directors of the FBI, you were making the FBI political. And so that's basically what's happened is the people at the top, um, at any time leftists subvert a nation, this nation has been subverted, they will go and do exactly what they're doing. Law enforcement, prosecutors, they will get people at the top because they ultimately know that a certain number of, of those who enforce the laws will do what they're told if their executives are leftists. And so that's what's occurred. It's a I collapse mean, of character, man. Isn't it, Jonathan? It just feels like a collapse of character. What's a scandal anymore? I mean, we have everybody red-handed. It's open and notorious bribery. That's how our system operates. It's open and notorious misappropriation. And if you're high enough or you're connected to the Democrat, you never go to. I mean, it's the, you did you you Cicero, which is a neighborhood in Chicago, the entire country. And I'm wondering how we're going to get it back. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I don't see it getting better, to be honest with you. I mean, when 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 I left the FBI um, and I got into radio, you know, I, I fortunately, uh, Catherine Harris from Fox News did a story on me when I was in the FBI. And that's how I got introduced to Fox News uh, when I got out. And then I started hosting radio for Sean Hannity. And I went pretty high pretty quick as far as that goes. And I was introduced to uh, Yuri Bezmenov, not himself. Oh. He died in the 80s, but but his videos. And yes, the best. That, that, changed every, that changed everything for me because then I was able to look back on the behavior like an investigator. You know, this is what's interesting. The government paid 
a lot of money to train me as an investigator, and now when I use the skills that they gave me, what I see at the top is Marxist, and I see him all over the place. I see uh, Marxist <laughs> on the left, and here's the biggest problem. All the stuff that we've been talking about today, it's made possible because the Republican Party is a worthless entity that basically uh, preys off of the conservatives to make money for their establishment. They don't have a war-fighting machine. They have no strategic plan, and they have allowed these individuals to, to come and walk straight in and control our governments at all levels while the conservatives in this country were thinking that you were putting people and voting people to go to, to Washington, D.C. or to your state offices to do your bidding and to fight against these leftists, and they don't because they don't stand together. There's no strategic plan. The, the Republican Party is no more than a, the recruit division of our Department of Defense, while the Democrat Party is the Pentagon. They have a war fighting strategic plan. I love this. I didn't know much about you, but I love you now, and now you're going to become a regular. And my favorite part about Yuri Bezmenov, do you remember in 1977, he said the Soviet Union didn't have any money. They didn't have money. They didn't have weapons. But what they did is they spent all their money on propaganda. And every time I hear see a CNN, every time I hear something out of the dimwit sideshow Bob Spokes idiot for Joe Biden, they won. They won. It's why Bernie Sanders is popular. He went to the Cold War. They won the Cold War. We lost it. We lowered our guard. And now we have a, a political who are like Joe Biden, and we normalized corruption. I got to tell you, yeah. I love having you on, Jonathan. You come on again? Any, any, anytime. Listen, this is an important discussion. Because you, the question you just asked, can, is there anything that can be done? That's the, that's the question. That you got to ask because if we don't, uh, we're going to hit rock bottom, and we don't have to wait until we hit rock bottom to, to get stuff done. Well, listen, I'm going to go back to Chicago in the near future. Maybe you get a couple of your SEAL guys. We'll go for a walk in the neighborhood. I'll provide cigars. You bring the guns. We'll straighten people out. What do you say? <laughs> Let's do it, <laughs> Jonathan Gilliam. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, and God bless everybody down there in Florida for what they're going through. I, I know it's tough, but uh, stay with them and have their faith and. And uh, they'll prevail through that hard time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jonathan. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. That's right, Squirrel. I run a tight ship. Don't spend the money I want. You get cut off. All right, Squirrel, pick somebody. Give me uh, Tom in Blue Island. Tom. Hey, Sean. Glad, up, glad you're all good, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I was just thinking that when you, know, when you see a storm like this, it really gives you an idea how stupid you got to be to think that people driving around in cars somehow can affect the, the power of Mother Nature. It's just absolute foolishness. My favorite thing is uh, when Jerome Corsi, we were talking about, I mean, this guy went back. As long as you could go and and artifacts that are new discoveries that shatter our concept of time. And you see that everything has always been affected by a natural disaster of one form or another. And the idea that there are people out there who think the Democrats can fix anything. They can't order a pizza. They can't do anything. Nothing they've ever done is in budget. Everything is a lie and a scam. Everything is covered up by more fraud and spending. Yep. I was listening to uh, uh, Dan this morning talk to about uh, ESGs with Carol Roth. 
And you realize that they just made up an entire penalty system, an entire extortion system. And there are morons in this society that think they're right, that think that CO2 is a pollution. These are the mindset of a slave, the willful morons. These are people that destroy societies. So you have to separate from them because you can't get along with cancer. They are a cancer in this country, a cancer of ideology, a cancer of servitude. Now we're like the Europeans. We're all willful slaves. Let's all kiss the ass of the queen and we'll all pretend that somebody can fix something, even though nobody can. It's the safety cult. And you see it destroy societies. You know where you don't see it? In very well-run areas. we got about 23 of them. And it's time to separate from the rats. Yep. Thank you, Tom, for the call. I appreciate it very much. By yep. the way, Squirrel, is there somebody who, would you say, somebody said, I, 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 me calling that Irish short-in-the-pants political whore who's never done anything for five decades names, he doesn't like it. Hang up on that stupid son of a dog. You think I give a rip what Democrats think about anything? Look at what you've done to everywhere you touch, everywhere you touch. Go live amongst yourself, you morons. Pick, pick Cuba. Pick Venezuela. Instead, you wanted to destroy our country and do the exact same thing you did there. Huh, you communist, Marxist, mafia rats? Change the station, dummy. I don't want you listening. All right, let's go to somebody like Matt. John. How are you? Uh, I'm so glad you're okay. I oh, hope uh, hope all your neighbors are too. It's One day I'm going to die, terrible. and I hope to God it's fighting. I don't mind kind of storms and fighting. I love that stuff. The idea that I'm going to wait in some union-run hospital for some 350-pound Democrat roach to meander up there to give me a sponge bath like Kamala Harris ain't happening. Go ahead. Yeah, that's just gross. You just gross me out. Anytime. When you come up and, and it's time to go and clear out the south side with this uh, sealed bureau agent you just had on, please call me. I don't want to. Be, no, I'm not cleaning up the south side. Be. I'm just going to protect Elmwood Park. The south side does what it they, they, the way they vote. Those Democrat areas, they already destroyed them. I'm not even going to Melrose Park anymore. They want to be Democrats. Live among the squalor. I'm talking about the good areas. Well, There's still a few neighborhoods. Yeah. Go ahead. It's it's hitting it's hitting up here in Lake County. There were thirty six rounds fired off in Buffalo Grove at a bowling alley last night, but that's for a different discussion. My friend is Russian. Hey, he earlier, has only a Russian speaking girlfriend. We call it Buffalo Grove. But go ahead. Yeah. Duh. We we uh well earlier you were talking about the, the Democrat grift and the, the continuing resolution and I don't I came in a little bit late. I, I, I don't know if you mentioned that that in the in the stopgap funding and just just the name stopgap funding that tells me as a common guy that it's it's to keep the government running right yeah but but they pumped 12 billion more dollars into the Ukraine effort with that because the Ukraine you think the Ukrainian Nazis are the ones the ones that we had to send guys to show them how to open a bazooka those are our guys fighting those are our militia yeah, yeah. oh no you know, absolutely I, 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 it's funny. I, I was listening to who uh, I, somebody sent me a thing. A conservative. I don't even like that fracking word, conservative. They're 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 spreading the propaganda that Vladimir Putin blew up his own line. Oh, re- oh, Vladimir Putin blew him up after he just put him oh, in. Oh no, we did that. Of course yeah, we, we did. did. That. And you're listening to Republicans step and fetch who don't want to talk about what you just talked about. In fact, they're hiding that from Republicans too. Nationally syndicated hosts don't want to talk about that. 
Because they have their own version of propaganda. And what they're afraid of is that people get the information so they could digest it from themselves. And then they start to think. We already had one or two Democrats call and say, ah, you know what? I kind of like what you're doing. You're making me think. And you're right. And you're right. Be- of course, because it's the information. We are living in an America where guys like, uh, like uh, uh, Gillum fought and killed people to protect the freedoms that this mafia takes away every day. Every day they take away you know, another one of your unalienable rights. It's a disgrace. You know, you should have asked. You should have asked Gilliam while he was on the phone what he thinks about his buddy, his former teammate Dan Crenshaw, taking Soros money and and uh, and Bill Gates money. And oh, and uh, whores come in all different stating, kinds of philosophies, but they're whores nonetheless. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, just remember, days after that explosion, those explosions on the on that pipeline. Blinken said it was great for uh, taking taking Europe off the Russian teat, and uh, and then the next day after he said that, they opened a new pipeline from Finland into Europe. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, I, I I like to see all of the all of the corporatist scum, all the dark money that funneled to the Democrats. Ironically, they always say the oil companies give to Republicans. Not this last go around, they gave to the Democrats because nobody's been well, a bigger advantage to the corrupt corporatists in our energy sector and the newbies in that phony green boondoggle than this dimwit in diapers, this 50-year political whore, Joe Biden. Nobody's made yeah. more forced profit to corrupt companies than Joe Biden. That's what he will go down. The, the, the good news for the Democrats is the people who voted for this idiot, this short-in-the-pants Irish mafia member, they can't read or don't want the information. They just want in on the scam, too. Matt? Well, yeah, and the Democrats don't need another dime out of out of the oil companies because they're laundering billions from what they've sent to Ukraine right back into the DNC. And how many of the oil companies diversified when Al Gore looked like he was going to be president? And they already are in the, the, the phony green energy, which costs 500 times more than the good old-fashioned black gold. See, because they are, that, they're, they're the same companies. Yeah, they're the same companies that are positioned. They love it. So one side you make them seem like the bad guy, then all your solutions make them even more money. It's a great scam if only some of our country could read. But thanks to CPS and union teachers, no one can say the word ask. Thank you very much for the call, man. I appreciate it. Squirrel Hands, I have the Trump from four years ago talking about Germany and Russian oil. Four years ago, his first NATO meeting, and then we'll make the people think, why do we even have a NATO after the collapse of the Soviet Union? Hit that clip. Will you there, handsome? Good evening. I'm Jeff Glor. We're going to begin tonight in Brussels, where President Trump and NATO allies came face to face, but did not see eye to eye. One photo today seemed to sum it up. Mr. Trump looking in one direction, many the other way. The president wants the allies to pay more for defense, saying the U.S. is carrying too much of the burden. This has been going on for decades, for decades, and it's disproportionate and not fair to the taxpayers of the United States. And we're going to make it fair, so that'll be it. NATO was formed in 1949 to defend Europe and North America against Soviet aggression. Mr. Trump said today that Germany in particular has gotten far too close with Russia. Major Garrett is in Brussels. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia. President Trump confirmed Europe's worst pre-summit fears by using the NATO stage to criticize allies, blasting Germany over a natural gas pipeline deal with Russia. It's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia 
where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions. Pause it there, squirrel. Did you ever see Andrea Merkel eat a mackerel? Oh, it's like watching a seal swallow a tuna or a Pritzker eat a Gene and Jude's hot dog sack of fries. I'll be back to take your calls after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right. I've got so many clips. I've got pictures of clips. But I'm a softie for the calls. I'm a softie for the calls. All right. Let's go to Pete two times. Give me Kevin. <laughs> Sean, a very since you've been in my thoughts and prayers, very sincerely, I've been calling. You've been busting my chops for the last, I don't know, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so, Kevin, you should see how I got a car. You should see how I got a car. Just stupid luck. I walk over the bridge. There happens to be a guy there working on a house. You yeah. can't get anything. Everything is shut down. I said, "Give me your yeah. car. I'll bring it back in three days." He goes, "I got a car for you." He made a phone call, brought me a car. I got. It was unbelievable. Otherwise, I would have really been stranded. But go ahead. I don't know where your faith is, but there are going to be things like that that are going to come across, and they're going to get you through this very difficult time. I know myself, I was very skeptical, but what good oh, things I, happen. I, I have – these are great so. problems I have. I, listen, I'm from Mulrose Park. I'm not on the good right. side. I got the best problems in the world. Even when it was going on, I, I had a couple of cigars. I, I said, well – Smoke them if you got them. Walking around smoking a yeah. cigar, and one of the, my neighbors came out. He goes, "I got to tell you, I, 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 you make me feel better just walking around smoking a cigar." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, you, come on. The sun came up. It'll come up tomorrow. Nothing exactly. that we lost cannot be replaced." It's, it's like trading. You make a bad trade, another trade's going to come up. You just exactly. you write it off. Anyhow, I wanted to say, unfortunately, not a lot of people are going to be able to uh, move down to Florida. So we got 35 days until the election. You got to vote Republican. Get out and vote for Republican if you're in Illinois. That's all. 35 yeah. days. But how about these scumbags like uh, Fioretti with his with his phony Farrah Fawcett blonde hair? Yeah. He was a Democrat rat alderman for 40 years. All of a sudden, I'm a Republican. You know how many guys we I got, know personally that had to hire his law firm because a, you want the liquor license, you got to hire. Get the hell out of here, you half-assed gangster! I love to meet and, him in his beady and, eyes. And we stay after him after the election. We're in the fourth quarter of the election for yeah. 2022. The team's already picked. We're already on the field. You just got to push it over, and then once you vote for him, keep him honest. He tried stay to come honest. on my show Friday, and I caught wind of it because of the lovely honey bunny. I said, throw that son of a gun off. I'll have him in studio. Studio. I want to look at him in his beady eyes. I want to tell him about what I know, how, how the system works. I want to see the hamana, hamana, hamana for my own, fa- my own two eyes. <laughs> Scumbag that he is. Thank you very much, Kevin, well, for your call. All right, who else we got on the phone here? Squirrel. Scooter. I got to take Scooter. Come on, Scooter. You got a cousin, Cooter? Hi, Scooter. Hey, Sean. How are you, man? Uh, Good, brother. Uh, you can handle anything, man. You you called as ice, I think. Yeah, I would have oh. been sweating it over there in Florida. No, my wife's making Walking fun around of me. We were, face, we were FaceTime. I'm smoking this cigar. I go, this isn't bad. Come on, you're making a big thing. And then the wave came. And Gonsville turned my car into Luca Brazzi. Swims with the fishes. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, you were playing those clips. I want to get right to it. You were playing those clips from Trump. He's like a, a modern-day Notre Dame. Yeah. He knew Karnak. exactly what was going to happen. Nostradamus. Yeah, Karnak. Let's call him Karnak. 
<laughs> he was right on everything. And, you know, so was everybody who predicted what would happen if they let this Irish gypsy political whore in the office. Not to mention he's ruining the upholstery. Put a diaper on that son of a gun. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next guest is somebody I'm looking forward to talking to. He's been on major media outlets over hundreds of times, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, Newsmax. He also has a book, Sheep No More, The Art of Awareness and Attack Survival. He also is a host on Sirius XM. Jonathan Gilliam, how are you? Doing good, my friend. How are you doing out there? Very good. I'm looking forward to talking to you. You know, we're broadcasting this in the, I call it the sewer of Chicago. It used to be a great city of Chicago. However, it's very dangerous. Whether you're walking down the street, you're on the red line, this is your forte, your specialty. You're not only a former U.S. Navy SEAL, you're a FBI special agent, or as it's known in my neighborhood, forever bothering Italians, and an expert in security. So, Tell my people they have to. You have to have your head on a swivel. This is like growing up in a bad neighborhood. You better be aware, no matter where you are in the city, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm very familiar with that area. I've done quite a bit of stuff with uh, Will County Republicans, and I know uh, a lot of the people out there. And it's some amazing people out there. But you know, in Chicago, uh, you have to forward think uh, where you are and what exactly the potential is. If you don't, you're liable to get yourself caught in a situation where um, you're not ready, and so you're going to co- completely be uh, at the mercy of whoever's attacking you. So, you you know, Chicago is a perfect example of a place where good people live, where you have to have a plan of action before anything ever occurs. Jonathan, I'm not kidding you. I grew up in a, in a suburb of Chicago, just on the west side. And um, when I'm back in Chicago... I'm like a pirate. I have brass knuckles. I've got a gun. I've got a knife. And I'm ready to go at the drop of a hat. But I'm also a man for a young woman. I, you know, I tell my kids, you got to have your hand on a gun. you got to have the pepper spray. you got to be ready to go. Don't ever let yourself go. And we're seeing now these Democrat areas become so inundated with, with crime, with the open and, and, and brazenness of criminals who have been embraced by their government instead of prosecuted by them. If you had a daughter, would you let her live in Chicago? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I would, if if there was no choice, like she had a job, for instance, where she had to work there, um, I would highly recommend living in the suburbs. And if you have to live in and around Chicago, then I would recommend, you know, if you go out, if you go grocery shopping, if you go eat, I would leave Chicago and go somewhere else, you know, 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away, get away from that area. And uh, and do your business there because that that's the reality of it. You're you are in an area where uh, the victims ha- or excuse me the the criminals have the upper hand on the victims. And uh, strangely enough, that's that's been allowed uh, and propped up by the government. That's what's so strange about the whole thing. It's not like that there's more criminals now than there were before. It's that there the criminals have more 
rights and ability to do things openly and freely because of the government. In fact, Jonathan, when I was getting ready for the show today, I, I, I was I live in Florida, southwest Florida. I got caught in a hurricane. So I was getting ready for the show because I had been disconnected from information. I read this article, and then I saw your name. I said, this is something I have to talk because you're not only a Navy SEAL, you're an FBI agent. There is an instance in Chicago where a man was arrested today for the 15th time. The last time he was arrested, these are felonies, by the way, was a week ago. Yeah. So you and I, listen, I, I read your resume, Navy SEAL. I mean, I'm sure getting in a fight is something you look forward to, right? After after a tough hurricane, <laughs> I can't wait to go back to Chicago and get in a little scuffle myself. But the reality is, no matter how tough you are, if you get hit in the face first and somebody's got lead in their hand or whatever the case is, you have a problem. And unfortunately, you have to know when that is a possibility. And when you're living in these Democrat sewers, these Democrat areas, where somebody's arrested 15 times, and this isn't the most offensive story. I'm sure we have cops listening who are nodding their head. They've probably arrested somebody 30 times. You have to either take yourself out of it, or if you're forced to be in it, never look down and always look at the eye. Because one thing I've noticed, even these hardcore gangbangers, you could see if they're going to come at you. And you have to, you have to go first, period, end of story. There's no, there's no chivalry in survival, correct? Yeah, that, that's correct. But, but, you know, the whole thing about this is, I mean, take a, a lesson from the SEAL teams. You know, the SEAL uh, platoons are small. They're not big. I mean, you know, you're talking 20 guys, and uh, we avoid those confrontations. You know, we, we have a particular individual that we're going to go grab, then uh, we focus on where we can get in, the avenue approaches best, uh, what strategies we can mitigate, um, and outcomes that we can avoid, and then we get in there, we do what we got to do, and we get out. But if, if it comes to the case where we get into a firefight, we typically uh, work our way out of that firefight, and uh, or we try never to get into it. And so I think that's really the thing that people need to realize is that, you know, uh, you can use politics as another example. You know, if you're not aware of who you're voting for, the chances are that you're going to vote for somebody who doesn't have your best interest at heart. So if you live in an area where there's high crime, like everything else, awareness of who might attack you, uh, where it could happen, when it could happen, uh, the avenue of approach that they could take, and what type of attack it can be. And, you know, it could be as simple. It's not Chicago. It could be Nashville at 3 a.m., and you go to a Waffle House. Well, if you realize at 3 a.m., there's only a limited amount of soft <laughs> yeah. targets yeah. you know, nope. around, and that's, that's it, then you have to be careful there. It's like playing cards in Vegas. If you don't know who the pigeon is, you're the pigeon. But the other thing that you have to you know, focus on, these are kids. You know, it's funny when you watch the news in Chicago. We, the, the Chicagoans are paying $29,000 a year to send their kids to, to public schools where not the, the teachers or the kids, no one can say the word ask. These are the same kids that are creating the chaos. So when you're dealing with this person who is carjacking you, you're dealing with, an, with a child mentally, an infant, someone who has no respect for the quality of life, no, no differentiation between men, women, old, young. It doesn't matter if they're 86 years old or they're 16. Everybody is seen like a like prey and and when you're dealing with that you know i i tell i i i bribe my kids not to go to the city i mean that's to the point we're at when you see this you do realize 
how many how many times people are avoiding these areas. Do you think it can change unless the policies change? Or is it just going to be something where only the survivalists will be the ones that are able to go in the, in the city anymore? It's not going to change uh, if, if politics don't change. Um, because it's, you know, what you were just describing there are predators. And if predators are given an open space to um, to patrol and to attack and to uh, uh, kind of roam around and pillage, that's what they're going to do. If they're going to do it unchecked, that's what they're going to do. You know, so if if bad people are unchecked and if communities are not policed and the politicians are literally forcing that uh, lack of policing, um, then the criminals are they're not going to go away unless uh, unless the the city deteriorates to a point where there's nobody there uh, to exploit anymore. And unfortunately, um, one of those two things have to happen. Either people have to completely stop going there, stop working there uh, because it's so dangerous in the city. It's kind of left to itself. It'll crumble or um, uh, the politics have to change. And, and the politics are not going to change in Chicago. <clears throat> Well, I can tell you, I just lost a car because of a hurricane, but I, I, I probably, uh, tonight, 17 people probably got carjacked. I didn't at least have a 38 put to my head by some kid who can't speak and has no respect for life. I think I was better off losing it to the hurricane. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. FBI. I grew up at a time when, you know, I watched TV, the FBI, they were supermen, they had the haircuts, and then I started to grow up in, a, in kind of a, a wise guy neighborhood. And I started to see that the FBI wasn't necessarily living up to their reputation. And then I grow up, and I'm from Chicago. We have a little tiny yard gnome gangster named Mike Madigan, Irish, short in the pants. And he was in charge of the entire Democrat, state Democrat party for decades, 50 years. For 30 years, ComEd was shaken down. They had agreement, money was going back and forth, they were hiring his stooges, and they were running amok. You know, they were using their political clout. I'm going to ask you, how could the FBI, whose offices are a quarter mile away, not know this went on for 30 years? Is it even possible, Jonathan? Um, that's an interesting question. You know, it, it all depends on the squad that works that particular family. You know, whoever that guy... Um, reported to and uh whether or not you know potentially he could have even been a source i mean look here's here's the reality when it comes to investigating the mob is that the mob a lot of times is involved in uh nowadays especially in legal activities it's just that they do it in a way that skirts the law or they use illegal um tactics in order to further their their uh their aim or their their criminal enterprise so we see that a lot with with these guys, and um, and you know the bureau is intimately involved with uh, with them, and and they know all about them. They know how they work, and the, but because justice is the way it is, um, it should be blind. Getting into those uh, families and disrupting uh, that type of of uh, crime is can be very very difficult. Even if you know they're there, even if you know that that potentially that's what they're doing. If they're doing it, the legal business, but they're doing it using illegal tactics, it's hard to get to the point where you can actually charge somebody and actually bring a case against them. 
in all of your all of the things. I mean, you fought for this country. You, you know, you grew up and you wanted to be an American. You're proud. I don't know what your legacy is, but I'm assuming you have generations that fought in the in, in different wars and believe the propaganda, which I'm sorry, Jonathan. But to me, at this stage in the year 2022, when I see my government practice socialism, fascism, corruption and the norm, because I called it a mafia and it is. I'm actually talking yeah. about the most important Democrat politician in Illinois. And now as we expand that out, FBI has had the laptop for three years. What we've seen happen, Nancy Pelosi, the insider trading, the husband who driving around with strippers drunk and everything you've seen, Joe Biden's brother in the contracts. In your mind, now that you're an ex-FBI, does the FBI have, mm-hmm. have credibility? Because to me, from an outsider, from what I see, my life experience, they have nothing. And if they're not in on it, they're obviously morons or they're trying to avoid it. In your mind, as somebody who went to work with all the ideals of Captain America, which you are, and you did that, you lived mm-hmm. your life like that, are you as disgusted as I am or am I just too jaded? No, you're, I mean, listen, you're absolutely right. It's the same as when we look back at Afghanistan and Iraq and everybody was asking questions like, why are we there? We're talking about civilians that were never in the military or asking the right questions. You know, when you're in in federal service, it's kind of difficult for you to contemplate the fact that your superiors are that corrupt because they're the ones who determine what you do. I mean, I don't know if people realize this, but when we say and when we swear an oath to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, it's our executives who are political who are telling us who the, the enemies are. You see that right now with who they're saying the domestic enemy is. And the reality is um, that I'm the enemy. The Bureau of, yeah, I'm the, I'm enemy. the enemy. I believe in I'm, principles. I'm right I believe in Americanism. I believe in the oath. And now they're calling it the Oath Keepers as they drag on the Oath Keepers. That is an innuendo that if you believe in those principles, if you, if you are a young man and you believe the way you did about your country and about you are now identified as a bigger threat then anybody coming across the border who's delivering rainbow-colored fentanyl that's killed 100,000 kids. It's bizarre world to me, Jonathan, and I'm wondering how you, who's gone and sweat and bled, this has to be unbelievable to you. It's very disheartening, but it's one of the reasons why I actually got out of the FBI in 2013, although at that point I just saw incompetence. I didn't see the, the criminality that I see. I saw a great incompetence from the very top. I worked under, uh, you know, Mueller. Robert Mueller was the uh, director when I was there, and we we knew back then that the DOJ was the worst thing ever for the FBI because the, the, the FBI works at the behest of the DOJ. And whenever they were taking DOJ attorneys and making them directors of the FBI, you were making the FBI political. And so that's basically what's happened is the people at the top, um, at any time leftists subvert a nation, this nation has been subverted, they will go and do exactly what they're doing. Law enforcement, prosecutors, they will get people at the top because they ultimately know that a certain number of, of those who enforce the laws will do what they're told if their executives are leftists. And so that's what's occurred. It's a I collapse mean, of character, simple. man. Isn't it, Jonathan? It just feels like a collapse of character. What's a scandal anymore? I mean, we have everybody red-handed. It's open and notorious bribery. That's how our system operates. It's open and notorious misappropriation. And if you're high enough or you're connected to the Democrat, you never go to. I mean, it's the, you did you you Cicero, which is a neighborhood in Chicago, the entire country. And I'm wondering how we're going to get it back. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I don't see it getting better, to be honest with you. I mean, when 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 I left the FBI um, and I got into radio, you know, I, I fortunately, uh, Catherine Harris from Fox News 
did a story on me when I was in the FBI, and that's how I got introduced to Fox News uh, when I got out. And then I started hosting radio for Sean Hannity, and I went pretty high pretty quick as far as that goes. And I was introduced to uh, Yuri Bezmenov, not himself, oh. he died in the 80s, but but his videos. And yes, the best. That, that, changed every, that changed everything for me because then I was able to look back on the behavior like an investigator. You know, this is what's interesting. The government paid a lot of money to train me as an investigator, and now when I use the skills that they gave me, what I see at the top is Marxist, and I see him all over the place. I see uh, Marxist <laughs> on the left, and here's the biggest problem. All the stuff that we've been talking about today, it's made possible because the Republican Party is a worthless entity that basically uh, preys off of the conservatives to make money for their establishment. They don't have a war-fighting machine. They have no strategic plan. And they have allowed these individuals to, to come and walk straight in and control our governments at all levels while the conservatives in this country were thinking that you were putting people and voting people to go to, to Washington, D.C. or to your state offices to do your bidding and to fight against these leftists, and they don't because they don't stand together. There's no strategic plan. The The Republican Party is no more than a, the recruit division of our Department of Defense while the Democrat Party is the Pentagon. They have a war fighting strategic I- plan. Everything. I love this. I didn't know much about you, but I love you now, and now you're going to become a regular. And my favorite part about Yuri Bezmenov, do you remember in 1977, he said the Soviet Union didn't have any money. They didn't have money. They didn't have weapons. But what they did is they spent all their money on propaganda. And every time I hear see a CNN, every time I hear something out of the dimwit sideshow Bob Spokes idiot for Joe Biden, they won they won. It's why Bernie Sanders is popular. He went to the Cold War. They won the Cold War. We lost it. We lowered our guard. And now we have a, a political who are like Joe Biden, and we normalized corruption. I got to tell you, yeah. I love having you on, Jonathan. You come on again? Any, any, anytime. Listen, this is an important discussion because you, the question you just asked, can, is there anything that can be done? That's the, that's the question. That you got to ask because if we don't, uh, we're going to hit rock bottom, and we don't have to wait until we hit rock bottom to, to get stuff done. Well, listen, I'm going to go back to Chicago in the near future. Maybe you get a couple of your SEAL guys. We'll go for a walk in the neighborhood. I'll provide cigars. You bring the guns. We'll straighten people out. What do you say? <laughs> Let's do it, <laughs> Jonathan Gilliam. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, and God bless everybody down there in Florida for what they're going through. I, I know it's tough, but uh, God, stay with them and have their faith and. And uh, they'll prevail through that hard time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jonathan. We'll be back yep. with your calls and comments after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. That's right, Squirrel. I run a tight ship. Don't spend the money I want. You get cut off. All right, Squirrel, pick somebody. Give me uh, Tom in Blue Island. Tom. Hey, Sean. Glad, up, glad you're all good, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I was just thinking that when you, know, when you see a storm like this, it really gives you an idea how stupid you got to be to think that people driving around in cars somehow can affect the, the power of Mother Nature. It's just absolute foolishness. My favorite thing is uh, when Jerome Corsi, we were talking about, I mean, this guy went back. As long as you could go and and artifacts that are new discoveries that shatter our concept of time. 
And you see that everything has always been affected by a natural disaster of one form or another. And the idea that there are people out there who think the Democrats can fix anything. They can't order a pizza. They can't do anything. Nothing they've ever done is in budget. Everything is a lie and a scam. Everything is covered up by more fraud and spending. I was listening to uh, uh, Dan this morning talk about uh, ESGs with Carol Roth. And you realize that they just made up an entire penalty system, an entire extortion system. And there are morons in this society that think they're right, that think that CO2 is a pollution. These are the mindset of a slave, the willful morons. These are people that destroy societies. So you have to separate from them because you can't get along with cancer. They are a cancer in this country, a cancer of ideology, a cancer of servitude. Now we're like the Europeans. We're all willful slaves. Let's all kiss the ass of the queen, and we'll all pretend that somebody can fix something, even though nobody can. It's the safety cult, and you see it destroy societies. You know where you don't see it? In very well-run areas. we got about 23 of them, and it's time to separate from the rats. Yep. Thank you, Tom, for the call. I appreciate it very much. By yep. the way, Squirrel, is there somebody who – would you say somebody said I, 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 me calling that – Irish short-in-the-pants political whore who's never done anything for five decades names. He doesn't like it. Hang up on that stupid son of a dog. You think I give a rip what Democrats think about anything? Look at what you've done to everywhere you touch. Everywhere you touch. Go live amongst yourself, you morons. Pick, Pick Cuba. Pick Venezuela. Instead, you wanted to destroy our country and do the exact same thing you did there. How you communist, Marxist, mafia rats? Change the station, dummy. I don't want you listening. All right, let's go to somebody like Matt. John. How are you? I'm so glad you're okay. I hope uh, hope all your neighbors are too. One day I'm going to die, and I hope to God it's fighting. I don't mind kind of storms and fighting. I love that stuff. The idea that I'm going to wait in some union-run hospital for some 350-pound Democrat roach to meander up there to give me a sponge bath like Kamala Harris ain't happening. Go ahead. Yeah, that's just gross. You just grossed me out. Anytime. When you come up and and it's time to go and clear out the south side, with this uh, sealed bureau agent you just had on, please call me. I don't want to. Be, no, I'm not cleaning up the south side. I'm just going to protect Elmwood Park. The south side does what it they, they, the way they vote. Those Democrat areas, they already destroyed them. I'm not even going to Melrose Park anymore. They want to be Democrats. Live among the squalor. I'm talking about the good areas. Well, There's still a few neighborhoods. Yeah. Go ahead. It's it's hitting it's hitting up here in Lake County. There were 36 rounds fired off in Buffalo Grove at a bowling alley last night. But that's for a different discussion. My friend is hey, Russian. He earlier, has only a Russian speaking girlfriend. We call it Buffalo Grove. But go ahead. Yes. Duh. We we uh, well earlier you were talking about the the Democrat grift and the, the continuing resolution. And I don't. I came in a little bit late. I I, I don't know if you mentioned that. That in the in the stopgap funding and just just the name stopgap funding that tells me as a common guy that it's it's to keep the government running right yeah but but they pumped twelve billion more dollars into the Ukraine effort with that because the Ukraine you think the Ukrainian Nazis are the ones the ones that we had to send guys to show them how to open a bazooka those are our guys fighting those are our militia yeah. Yeah. oh our, no you know, absolutely. I, 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 it's funny. I, I was listening to who I, I, 
somebody sent me a thing, a conservative. I don't even like that fracking word, conservative. They're, they're, they're spreading the propaganda that Vladimir Putin blew up his own line. Oh, re- oh, Vladimir Putin blew him up after he just put him in. Oh, no, we did that. Of course yeah, we, we did. did. And you're listening to Republicans step and fetch who don't want to talk about what you just talked about. In fact, they're hiding that from Republicans, too. Nationally syndicated hosts don't want to talk about that because they have their own version of propaganda. And what they're afraid of is that people get the information so they could digest it from themselves. And then they start to think. We already had one or two Democrats call and say, ah, you know what? I kind of like what you're doing. You're making me think, and you're right, and you're right. Be- of course, because it's the information. We are living in an America where guys like, uh, like uh, uh, Gillum fought and killed people to protect the freedoms that this mafia takes away every day. Every day they take away you know, another one of your unalienable rights. It's a disgrace. You know what you should have asked? You should have asked Gilliam while he was on the phone what he thinks about his buddy, his former teammate, Dan Crenshaw, taking Soros money and, and, uh, and Bill Gates money. And, oh, and, uh, whores come in all different stating, kinds of philosophies, but they're whores nonetheless. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, just remember, days after that explosion, those explosions on, the, on that pipeline, Blinken said it was great for uh, taking, taking Europe off the Russian teeth. And uh, and then the next day after he said that, they opened a new pipeline from Finland into Europe. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, I, I, I like to see all of the all of the corporatist scum, all the dark money that funneled to the Democrats. Ironically, they always say the oil companies give to Republicans. Not this last go around. They gave to the Democrats because nobody's been well, a bigger advantage to the corrupt corporatists in our energy sector and the newbies in that phony green boondoggle than this dimwit in diapers, this 50-year political whore, Joe Biden. Nobody's made more forced profit to corrupt companies than Joe Biden. That's what he will go down. The, the, the good news for the Democrats is the people who voted for this idiot, this short-in-the-pants Irish mafia member, they can't read or don't want the information. They just want in on the scam, too. Matt? Well, yeah, and the Democrats don't need another dime out of out of the oil companies because they're laundering billions from what they've sent to Ukraine right back into the DNC. And how many of the oil companies diversified when Al Gore looked like he was going to be president? And they already are in the, the, the phony green energy, which costs 500 times more than the good old-fashioned black gold. See, because they are, that, they're, they're the same companies. Yeah, they're the same companies that are positioned. They love it. So one side you make them seem like the bad guy, then all your solutions make them even more money. It's a great scam if only some of our country could read. But thanks to CPS and union teachers, no one can say the word ask. Thank you very much for the call, man. I appreciate it. Squirrel hands, I have the Trump from four years ago talking about Germany and Russian oil. Four years ago, his first NATO meeting, and then we'll make the people think, why do we even have a NATO after the collapse of the Soviet Union? Hit that clip. Will you there, handsome? Good evening. I'm Jeff Glor. We're going to begin tonight in Brussels, where President Trump and NATO allies came face to face, but did not see eye to eye. One photo today seemed to sum it up. Mr. Trump looking in one direction, many the other way. The president wants the allies to pay more for defense, saying the U.S. is carrying too much of the burden. This has been going on for decades, for decades, and it's disproportionate and not fair to the taxpayers of the United States. And we're going to make it fair. So that'll be it. 
NATO was formed in 1949 to defend Europe and North America against Soviet aggression. Mr. Trump said today that Germany in particular has gotten far too close with Russia. Major Garrett is in Brussels. Germany is totally controlled by Russia. President Trump confirmed Europe's worst pre-summit fears by using the NATO stage to criticize allies, blasting Germany over a natural gas pipeline deal with Russia. It's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions. Pause it there, squirrel. Did you ever see Andrea Merkel eat a mackerel? Oh, it's like watching a seal swallow a tuna or a Pritzker eat a Gene and Jude's hot dog sack of fries. I'll be back to take your calls after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. All right. I've got so many clips. I've got pictures of clips, but I'm a softie for the calls. I'm a softie for the calls. All right, let's go to Pete two times. Give me Kevin. <laughs> Sean, a very since you've been in my thoughts and prayers, very sincerely, I've been calling. You've been busting my chops for the last, I don't know, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so, Kevin, you should see how I got a car. You should see how I got a car. Just stupid luck. I walk over the bridge. There happens to be a guy there working on a house. You yeah. can't get anything. Everything is shut down. I said, give me your yeah. car. I'll bring it back in three days. He goes, I got a car for you. He made a phone call, brought me a car. I got, It was unbelievable. Otherwise, I would have really been stranded. But go ahead. I don't know where your faith is, but there are going to be things like that that are going to come across and they're going to get you through this very difficult time. I know myself, I was very skeptical, but what good oh, things I, happen. I, I have, these are great so. problems I have. I, listen, I'm from Mulrose Park. I'm not on the good right. side. I got the best problems in the world. Even when it was going on, I, I had a couple of cigars. I, I said, well, smoke them if you got them, walking around smoking a yeah. cigar. And one of the, my neighbors came out. He goes, I got to tell you, I, 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 you made me feel better just walking around smoking a cigar. <laughs> I said, yeah, you, come on. The sun came up. It'll come up tomorrow. Nothing exactly. that we lost cannot be replaced. It's, it's like trading. You make a bad trade. Another trade's going to come up. You just exactly. you write it out. Anyhow, I wanted to say, unfortunately, not a lot of people are going to be able to uh, move down to Florida. So we got 35 days until the election. You got to vote Republican. Get out and vote for Republican if you're in Illinois. That's all. 35 yeah. days. But uh, how about these scumbags like uh, Fioretti with his, with his phony Farrah Fawcett blonde hair? Yeah. He was a Democrat have- rat alderman for 40 years. All of a sudden, I'm a Republican. You know how many guys we I got- know personally that had to hire his law firm He's because a- you want the liquor license? You got to hire. Get the hell out of here, you half assed gangster. He's- I love to meet and- him in his beady and- eyes. And we stay after him after the election. We're in the fourth quarter of the election for yeah. 2022. The team's already picked. We're already on the field. You just got to push it over. And then once you vote for him, keep him honest. He tried stay to come honest. on my show Friday, and I caught wind of it because of the lovely hunting bunny. I said, throw that son of a gun off. I'll have him in studio. Studio. I want to look at him. In his beady eyes, I want to tell him about what I know, how how the system works. I want to see the hamana 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 for my own fi- my own two eyes. <laughs> Scumbag that he is. Thank you very much, Kevin, well, for the call. All right, who else we got on the phone here? Squirrel. Scooter, I got to take Scooter. Come on, Scooter. You got a cousin, Cooter? Hi, Scooter. Hey, Sean, how are you, man? Uh, Good, brother. 
I, you can handle anything, man. You you cold as ice, I think. Yeah, I would have been sweating it over there in Florida. No, my wife's making Walking fun around of me. We were, face, we were FaceTime. I'm smoking this cigar. I go, this isn't bad. Come on, you're making a big thing. And then the wave came. And Gonsville turned my car into Luca Brazzi. Swims with the fishes. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, you were playing those clips. I want to get right to it. You were playing those clips from Trump. He's like a, a modern-day Notre Dame. Yeah. He knew Karnak. exactly what was going to happen. Nostra Dames. Karnak. Let's call him Karnak. He, he was right on everything. And, you know, so was everybody who predicted what would happen if they let this Irish gypsy political whore in the office. Not to mention he's ruining the upholstery. Put a diaper on that son of a gun. I'll be back after this.